Thank you again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. I am your host, Jerome. Um, We're on volume number 189. I had posted a lot of different things on my Thorn Media page uh, in regards to Stacey Abrams um, declaring a plan for black men. Calling out for help in regards to black votes, specifically from black men. I also had shortly posted a podcast um, on Anchor or Spreaker and several other platforms discussing that subject, but I am deciding that when I'm speaking toward black women, I don't want to come across as angry and disgruntled. I want to speak more of from a leadership standpoint because I'm a man. But I did want to let everyone know before we move on to the main topic. Here we are again with a prominent political African-American female Democratic leader who represents different aspects of the liberal spectrum. First and foremost, she represents herself as a woman. Then, and who I'm speaking about is Miss Stacey Abrams. As a politician. Then becomes her education. Right, then becomes her family and then becomes, you know, this is this is um, this. But, you know, you're going to have to go just probably about two steps lower for her to represent her what her being black. See, this is the problem that. And not only. Female. Politicians, but sometimes it's also the men as well. They start with their. Affiliations first. And then. You got to go, you got to peel off several different layers and then you'll learn, oh, this person's actually black. Yeah. But what happens is, is that when they're holding on to all of these separate things and all of these separate beliefs, when they really need the community the most is when they're trying to what level up. And see, when they're trying to level up. What they soon find out is, is that all of these associations, they continue to farly to distance themselves from them. 
So now the only thing that they have to do is to, hey, guess what? I'm black and I need your vote now. See, this is what happens to Stacey Abrams. And exactly this is what happened to Kamala Harris. But we caught on to that. You see, but down there in Georgia, the people aren't turning on to that. And the reason why is because they see, even though that there's crime in the city, they realize that the district attorney who was black down there, Miss Willis, by hell of high water is saying, you know what, we're going to clean up the city. And guess who's public enemy number one? Black people. Black men. She came back with shit. I'm cracking the whip. I'm locking people down. I'm putting people in jail. I'm putting Rico charges. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This is who we voted in. There is no critical thinking. None. In regards to, you know what, how can we bring, how can we stop the problem down? She didn't go to the people and say, hey, you know what, what do we need to do? That woman said, you know what, forget that. We locking they dumb ass up. And for good reason, I can't really blame her. But at the same time, though, you know what, as soon as you get into power, that's what you do. We already knew Kamala Harris record. But this time they said they ain't going for it. So she stuck out there by her lonesome. And guess what Kamala Harris did? All of those, all of those black affiliations, the AKAs and clutching pearls and chucks and all. Man, she dropped that shit. She dropped it. Because she was not being black first in the first place. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, if you are trying to support somebody in a political realm and they're not representing their blackness first, side eye them. Because I'm going to let you know something. Well, we clearly see the difference. There was a situation that happened in in Boston that had to do with the coach Ime Adoka. He was a former champion for the Los Angeles Lakers, a former assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs, has won multiple championships with the San Antonio Spurs. This man has or came to Boston, to the Boston Celtics as of last year. After the Celtics had went off in the playoffs and not made the conference finals for almost four straight years. Even with multiple talent that they had recruited. Brad Stevens, the actual coach who is the uh, VP or president of basketball operations, was their coach. He handpicked Emi Adoka. 
Ime Adoka comes in, takes the team to an actual championship for the first time. First year, he's won multiple Game 7 appearances. They One of the youngest rookie coaches that ever has done that. So now things are starting to float around stating that Emi Yadoka is suspended for one entire year and he's going to be taking 50% of his salary. Why are we asking? What's the reason why this successful black coach is being suspended? There are a lot of rumblings in the media, a lot of false narratives, a lot of information is being stated, but it's being said that Emmy Adoka um, was having a consensual relationship with someone who works at the Boston Celtics organization. So, I want to add a caveat to this. M.A. Doka and Nia Long, the famous actress, have been in a 12-year relationship and they have been engaged for the past three years. Nia Long stated that she does not want to get married. Okay, so once it was exposed that Mr. Emi Adoka or Adoka and the other female within the Boston Celtics organization was having an affair, all hell broke loose. Now we have people calling Emi Adoka a cheater. Um. He didn't deserve me alone. You know, just a whole lot of different things. But they stated that it is in the rules. Of the Boston Celtics organization or somehow it was tied to Ime Doka's contract that he was not to do what? To have a relationship Within the organization. But it just so happened. That he was. That the person that he had a relationship with. Husband also works at the. Boston Celtics. So that's. That's interesting right there. Right. So we have a woman. We have a man and wife working for the same organization. I mean they're in a relationship. They're married. I'm just saying. But anyway, Mr. Edoka's name is all over every social media platform. And his name is basically just out there, but they are not outing the woman. So. This is when things get just a little bit spicy. There is a ESPN analyst by the name of Miss 
Malika Andrews, she was having a conversation with Stephen A. Smith. And they were having a conversation about protecting the women that's in the organization. And Stephen A. Smith stated that if they were really having a concern about protecting the women, why won't they say the woman, the woman's name, who was involved in the relationship? Because that way, people outside of the media won't go through and try to handpick because there's only a couple of women that work for the Boston Celtics. So some women were posted. And obviously, I guess it wasn't them. I'm not going to even name any names. Allegedly, I'm still not going to name any names. I'm going to let the media do that. But Malika Andrews, though, the most interesting thing about this is, is that she instantly got into a situation. Stating that we're not going to blame women here. And I'm like, whoa. I never seen. Someone attempt to challenge him that way. Well, you know, as a matter of fact, I did. But it's always, I would say, women of color. 97% of the time it's, it's an African-American woman. And I'm wondering why is it a power dynamic on national television? This is so ridiculous because the facts are laid out. Everybody is saying Ime Idoka is wrong. Everyone is saying that, hey, he may lose his job. He's going to get fired. But the moment that someone tried to bring up the woman who was also involved in the affair, that's when things got. Oh, don't say nothing about her. And the scenario is, is that. He had to check this lady. Because in a perfect world, we don't want anyone to get in trouble. So now what's going on is, is that even though they made it clear that it was a consensual relationship or they were having consensual meetings or sexual endeavors, now is being coming out that. There was coercion involved or somehow Mr. Edoka um, manipulated the woman. And, all you know, it's going to different places. And I'm like, you know what? Hold on. 
Because that's what they're trying to slide in there. This Malika Andrews woman is the same woman who has taken cheap shots at Kobe Bryant, even though he passed away. Right? This is also the same woman who... The replacement for Mr. Ime Idoka is also, I mean, this guy's half black. He's an African-American man. His father was black. To me, he's a black man. She brings up this guy's past from 14 years ago. Even though he was never charged, she brought up that he had to pay a fine for $100 for a bar fight that he was in when he was 22 years old. Woman, what's wrong with you? And this is how petty. And how low some black people will go just to make a point and to get at another black person because of their own personal agenda. But let me let you know something. When it's time to hold them out to dry or when it's time for them to stand on their own too and really face the machine. The media machine and the rest of white America don't look black at don't look back at black people then, Miss Andrews. See, you're gonna be put in a situation that Stacey Abrams was in, that she that she should have realized that guess what? You're gonna have to respect black men regardless of what's going on. Now, I'm going to put you all on something else that we all are aware of. Brent Favre is in the middle of a welfare scheme. See, I have been told y'all. That black people weren't the only people. See, the things that we're starting that. That we just learned about the PPP fund and all of this type of stuff. You know what? That's been going on. On the other side, we're just being made aware of this now. Oh, yeah. It's been going on. Funds have been misappropriated. You don't think these people have been stealing money? Of course they have. Brent Favre is involved in a welfare shakedown. 
where there's millions of dollars that's being misappropriated. He is trying to distance himself away from other people, but they have they have told and pled. Some has pled guilty. The only thing that may save Brent Favre and this may save him is that he paid the money back. But there are text messages showing that Brent Favre built the volleyball uh, gym because his daughter was going to old um, Southern Mississippi University. Right or wrong? Yes, it's right. There was also a communication saying that allegedly allegedly all of this is according to CBS Sports but I'm going to say allegedly everything that happened with Ime Adoka and the Boston Celtics organization is allegedly alright let me just catch back up on that But they stated that Mr. Favre was pushing to get more funds and stated that he, quote unquote, allegedly would not take no for an answer. And the person he was asking was an actual Southern Miss or Southern Mississippi University alumni. Deion Sanders' son, he wanted to play at Southern Miss. And he said, we're going to get you everything that you need. Now, ladies and gentlemen. How many white women. That's on a nationally syndicated show. Criticized Brett Favre. You may see that there are videos out there where people are that, that are discussing this. But what is the media intensity? And see, this is when we know that there is a difference. We know that the volume is going to be turned up on on Yime Adoka. Versus Brent Favre. We know these people don't want to see Brent Favre go down. But his ESPN Milwaukee, allegedly his ESPN Milwaukee um, weekly show has been canceled and his serious radio show has also been canceled. Oh, yeah. So he's feeling it, but he's just feeling it in a different type of way. And there are also there are some rumblings out there. And this is what I don't agree with that. They're talking about removing his Hall of Fame jacket and different things like that. But the only thing that I'm saying is, is that where is the 
Malika Andrews, where is the energy for Brent Favre? There isn't any. And see, this is when, and we, I'm not really out here to, to bash white people. I hate talking negative, really. These two years have been a very, very difficult two years for me. Because I've been just talking about just a lot of different things in our community that needed to be said. But for the, for the most part, it was, it was all bad. It was all bad. And it bothers me. Because I want to highlight different things. I want to I want to uplift our people. And this is one of the reasons why I say that we're not an echo chamber, because some of the times I do discuss, you know, great positive things. But I just cannot for the life of me understand why someone that's in the limelight would have so much of energy for this person over here and so much less energy for this person over here. This is the reason why black media is so important, ladies and gentlemen. Because if we had our own media, then we would be able to discuss these things in length on panels and different things like that, which would basically really be and truly, you know, just a waste of time because that money's gone. These people are going to jail. Some of them are pleading. But see, here's what we really do need to understand. And we and what we really do need to do is we really do need to analyze how the federal government is conducting their organization investigation in regards to the welfare fund, fund and fraud scheme and how they're doing these PPP loans. Oh, yeah, because they're putting people in jail over 60,000. 100,000. These people that scammed, I think they said somewhere close to 77 million. From the Department of Human Services. This is the department who funds the temporary food assistance program. Yeah. These are the people. Mississippi is the most poorest state in the union in the United States. So when we people, so when we talk about people being below the poverty line, we talking about black and white, baby. If you if you in Mississippi, nine times out of ten, you are below the poverty line. So. I just want to know what y'all think. Do y'all think black people are off code? Because we're not talking, we're not even talking about Brent Favre as much as we're talking about Emi Adoka right now. Do you all think that Demetrius should be should be revealed? 
I mean, shit, I'm talking about like this, like this is a a rabbit out of a hat. Reveal the rabbit. Like, no, this is, if someone cheats, they cheat. See, and this is, right before I move forward, see, this is when the traditional and non-traditional debate gets blown out of the water by women. Oh, you know what? I want a non-traditional marriage. Oh, you do, huh? Well, if you want a non-traditional marriage, take off that ring. And also, cheating is not cheating is not a part of the scenario. Yeah. Cheating is not a part of the scenario. Hold on, what? Yeah, so now when a woman gets caught cheating, they're only going to highlight the man? No, stop this. Y'all want a traditional scenario with non-traditional expectations. Even when the woman is caught directly in the wrong, y'all still trying to, well, you know, um, da 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 He got kids. He, he got just as much to lose as she does. I want y'all to think about that. But thanks again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Man, I've been putting up some really, really cool videos on my personal page. You know, just of my, um, you know, small, quick fire cooking meals. You know what I'm saying, man? Y'all go to my page, uh, Jerome Thornton at Facebook, and uh, check me out. At this point in time, I'd like to thank you again for calling. Um, I'd like to thank you again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Y'all have a great day.